All right, everybody. Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. Thank you guys for joining again. I know that I owe you guys a couple of episodes. Uh, so, uh, and I also know that everybody, as I record this and as of the date that this episode comes out, is up in Washington, D.C. at the Washington Summit. Uh, I, myself, have not been able to make it, unfortunately. Uh, so, I hope Doug and Ryan and... Uh, Eben and Zach and our delegations from Tennessee are up there making an impact and and pushing you know workforce development and and the other things that our industry is looking for uh, and needs to make sure that all this money that we got from them last year can be spent properly and put to good use. You know it was a um, a telling thing when we had our uh, our trifecta luncheon here in Nashville and Commissioner Clay Bright said you know we've got the money can you do the work. That uh, was a hell of a question, you know, coming out of COVID and everything that was going on at the time and, you know, employment problems. And, you know, we, we need some solid workforce development solutions and, and probably some support getting those going. And I know as the Middle Tennessee chapter is working on the uh, workforce development school, the heavy equipment operator school, uh, you know, that that's one creative solution to it. Uh, you know, we're we're working to put together dozer days and all, all these different things that can can help create and show what our industry is capable of. And you know, our industry is a wonderful industry, something that needs a lot of attention, deserves a lot of attention. It's a good place for people to make a career. Uh, you know, whether you go to college or don't go to college is irrelevant. You can come to this industry and, and have a good career. If you choose not to go to college because you don't, you know, you don't want to spend the money to go get a degree and you don't know what you want to do and whatever, it's a great place to, to start. I mean, you could come into our industry, you know, start out here and then decide to go off to college to better that career or change courses. You know, it, it's a good place to come and learn uh, for yourself what, what you're capable of. So hopefully everybody up in D.C. is having a lot of good conversations with our state senators and representatives and uh, and getting some good headway on that you know so but part of that you know talking about workforce development and putting all this money to good use and all this stuff is safety you know we've got to be able to keep our employees and our workers and and co-workers and teammates and all that safe when they're on our job sites you know if our industry is one that keeps getting hammered with trench collapses and all this different stuff you know it doesn't make our industry look good and you know, unfortunately, uh, over the past uh, several days and weeks, I have been getting, I know I've talked about my Google alerts on here before, just being hammered with Google alerts for uh, trench collapses and, and stuff like that going on uh, across the country. So we've got to get a handle on that as an industry. Uh, I think here in Tennessee, we do a pretty damn good job. I, I know that. Uh, you know, I, you've heard me talk about the one trench collapse uh, from the East Tennessee area, uh, Powell, Tennessee. Uh, that was a shame. Uh, but, uh, you know, the one thing I can say about a NUCA member is that it wasn't a NUCA member. You know, NUCA members are guys that put safety first, that w- don't want to see anybody getting hurt. And, and as you've heard other people say on the show before, there's a difference between a NUCA contractor and a contractor who's just out there kind of doing it on their own. And one of the reasons is an event we have coming up for the month of June, uh, Trench Safety Month. You know, you, you can go to Nuka's website or any, probably any of your local websites and find a link to Trench Safety Month where in June of 2022, Nuka is declaring June Trench Safety Month. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, ever since 
2000, every June since 2016, Nuka has held the initiative of Trent Safety Stand Down Week, which we're still going to do in June. But we're going to recognize the entire month of June as Trent Safety Month. So we want to see everybody putting a special emphasis on what is basically the number one hazard that we face as people digging ditches, putting pipe in the ground, and uh, you know, in, in, in bolstering and improving and installing our nation's infrastructure, Tennessee's infrastructure. So let, let's let's pay attention to that. So go to Nuka's website under the safety tab. Uh, there's toolbox talks, and then under the events tab. There's the Trent Safety Stand Down and the Trent Safety Month sections you can click on. Uh, so go in there, check those out. There's all kinds of resources. Uh, thanks to our partners at United Rentals. There are videos. There's toolbox talks. There's sign-in sheets. There's presentations. There's all kinds of stuff that you could use uh, to to help your company prepare for Trent Safety Month and Trent Safety Stand Down. So uh, Trent Safety Stand Down, though, uh, is going to be June 20th, 20th to the 24th of this month uh, or of June next month. Uh, so get ready for Trent Safety Month and Trent Safety Stand Down. Uh, like I said, go on that website, click on that stuff. There's, there's all kinds of information in there that you can take advantage of. So for this week's podcast, uh, while I'm waiting to hear how it's going up in D.C., I want to focus on that. I want to focus on uh, Trent Safety Month. And so we're gonna we're just gonna go over a toolbox talk this week from Nuka's website, uh, talking about the telltale signs of distressed soil around excavations. So let's jump in. One of the many duties of the competent person for an excavation site includes checking the soil in and around an excavation for signs of distress. Signs of distress in soil mean that conditions are ripe for the soil to cave in. And that is obviously bad news for, ev- for everyone working in or near the excavation. When signs of distress are found, the competent person will determine whether or not it is necessary to alter the productive, I'm sorry, protective system that is being used to safeguard workers in the excavation. For example, an excavation with sloped or stepped sides may need to be recut to make the, sl- the sides less steep. Unfortunately, the competent person for an excavation site cannot be everywhere all the time. And that is why we are now going to review just a few of the simpler signs of soil distress so that we can all be on the lookout. The first sign to keep an eye out for are tension cracks forming on the top of the ground along the sides of an excavation. They typically form back away from the edge of the excavation at a distance equal to approximately one-half to three-quarters of the depth of the excavation. Tension cracks can eventually lead to the soil along the face of the edge of the excavation either sliding, sloughing, or toppling into an excavation. Another sign of distress in soil is when a protection, I'm sorry, when a portion of the face on one or more sides of the excavation begins to bulge outwards. Bulging is often accompanied by the soil along the top edge of the excavation appearing to sink or slump to a level lower than the surrounding soil. This is a condition referred to as subsidence. Both bulging and subsidence can lead to catastrophic cave-in of the soil along the affected side of the excavation. One more sign of distressed soil to watch out for is heaving. The 
condition occurs when the soil at the floor of the excavation appears to rise up and is attributed to the soil at the bottom of the excavation being pushed up by the weight of the heavier amounts of soil on the sides and top. It is important to note that the condition can occur e even when there is a trench box or shoring installed in an excavation and can possibly lead to loose soil entering the protected area. So this condition must be addressed by the competent person when found. While these are not the only signs of distress in soil that indicate a potential safety hazard, they are some of the more common ones to keep an eye out for. And if you notice one or more of them while working in or near an excavation, alert your competent person so he or she can take a look and evaluate if any corrective measures will be necessary or not. All right. Now, to go along with that toolbox talk, there is a handout that you can give to your folks that show the different types of things we just talked about from bulging, heaving, sliding, tension cracks, kind of what to look for, and gives a quick definition of each. So, short, quick toolbox talk to read over, go over, uh, you know, nothing crazy, pretty simple, uh, just things that you, you guys can watch out for on the job site every day. You know, as I said, the competent person who need who must be on site can't be everywhere on site all at once so it's a good thing to maybe share this information with all of your employees so that everybody can have an idea of what to look for so just keep that in mind as we go through these things as we see these things and as we prepare for trench safety month and for trench safety stand down um hopefully here shortly we'll get to hear from dc uh in an upcoming episode and hear how things went and what went on and you know kind of what the conversations were like so i'm looking forward to hearing from from everybody when they get back and maybe hopefully be able to bring some of that information to you um guys as always uh check out your newsletters from wendy and natalie uh check out the the nuka of middle tennessee and east tennessee websites uh nuka of east tennessee is nuka etn.com and nuka of middle tennessee is nuka midtn.com uh get on there check those out see what events are coming up i know here in, in the middle tennessee chapter we just had our first ever golf outing and it was awesome i think we were one team shy of being a completely full field so that was a fantastic turnout thank you to all of our sponsors for that uh, that turned out just great um i know east tennessee has had a very successful golf tournament every year their dove hunt and, and chili cook-off go great every year. And I, and I keep get, seeing all Wendy's information from emails to LinkedIn to, you know, their website. They've got some great, great events coming up. So get on there. Check those out for East Tennessee. Think, same thing for Middle Tennessee. Uh, Natalie has put together a wonderful slate of events for our chapter here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, and, uh, you know, even stuff for the family to do. You know, we've got a game terminal night coming up. If you haven't been to game terminal, it's a really cool arcade here in nashville where it's got all the old pinballs all the old arcade games all the stuff that we used to play growing up and and all that but it's you know it's a family friendly event you know bring your kids out you know it's during the summer they should be out of school shouldn't have any of that stuff to conflict so bring your kids out go to go to the the game night and, and, and enjoy it enjoy nuka as a family so I, i'm really looking forward to that one too so uh with that guys we'll uh we'll talk to you next time so Y'all stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee.